Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $4 Coors Light Tall. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour from 3 to 6. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited. First time in a long time. But back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you use. And of course, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast and youtube.com slash upnext. Hello, Twitch and YouTube room. Yes, hello, uh, anybody hanging out with us. We watched some NXT tonight, and then we're going to talk all about it here today. And you know why. It's because we are your NXT friends. Friends! We'll always be your NXT friends. Mm. If it's black and gold, if it's... Gold and white, if it's multicolored. Yeah. Anything. Doesn't matter. We're Full gonna... sail, arenas, wherever. Yeah. CWC. Yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? Brain and Davey, and we'll always be there for we'll you. We'll always be there for you. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done this. Yeah. Last week you had Chris Walder on the show. Yeah, shout out, Chris. That uh, was an, a great show. Uh, everyone, uh, hopefully you already listened to that week, but he, he was a fantastic guest. We definitely got to do some podcasts with him again in the near future. Sure. yeah. And then BD Elite last week. I yeah. Did it with, uh, Dickie Encino live in New York. I know. Uh, well, the show wasn't live, but yeah. we, we were alive in New York just about. Somehow. Just about. You I barely don't know. I, I barely made it back, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, shout out Dickie, who's literally in the room right now. Yeah, he's on our couch over there, uh, right, there chilling out. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping for an audio there. <laughs> there we go. Oh, oh, yeah. I think he's Australian oh, or something. Yeah. I can't understand him. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have, uh, yeah, you were in New York last week. You got to meet up with a lot of our, mm-hmm. our listeners. You had your event at Cheap Shots. You got to cheap hang- Shots? Cheap Shots. Cheap I shots. feels like I've had a few <laughs> shots, because I, I haven't right now, I swear, yeah. but uh, Cheap Shots. Shout out the, the Cum Shot and the Sexy Bitch. They were personal favorites of mine. Oh, um, does that have anything to do with the bar? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Only three bucks, yeah. Great, wow. great establishment. Shout out Chris, who who is pouring our, 
our drinks, the lovely Chris. Yeah. yeah had a great time. Excellent. Uh, yeah. So you got to meet some of our, our, our hooligans out there. And, uh, one of them, you, you brought one home with us. So just about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, which is, which is always fun. So Dickie's, uh, done a lot of stuff for us and become one of our boys. So it's great to hang out with him. I was sad. I was more sad about missing the hangs with the boys than yeah. more so the, than the wrestling. But, uh, we'll chat all about some dynamite and everything tomorrow night. Cause we will be going live again tomorrow night mm. for BD Elite. So look for that show where we'll be chatting all about dynamite and stuff. So yeah, you're back from New York. I am. You survived. Yeah. You're all right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm a little, uh, like it could be worse, but yeah, it got a little bit of cold on the yeah. way back. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, we had, if you follow my socials, we had a bit of a a nightmare uh, with our yeah. uh, our Airbnb. You thought you thought WH had it bad, yeah, with his his hidden six dollar fee and his his towels that weren't replaced and his wow. his his mini bar and all that. Um, well, our uh, two bedroom apartment for four people. Uh, happened to be a, a one bedroom apartment with one bed oh. and the rest of the rooms padlocked shut and, and when, no shower and no shower that yeah. worked. And when we, when we tried to get in contact with our host, she, she promised us a mattress the next day. So we thought, you know what? Well, we're both cool guys. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll be like, sure. One of us will slum it this night. Uh, shout out Dickie, uh, who's had bad knees ever since, uh, sleeping on the floor. Um, Shout out bad knees. And then we completely lost contact with our host and wow. she never sent that thing. Uh, luckily we did get a last, uh, we got a full refund and got new accommodation, but you know, accommodation in New York is spe- uh, expensive, especially at a weekend day of. So our full refund pretty much covered the two other nights we were Jeez. meant to be there. So that definitely kind of yeah. brought the trip down a notch, but still had a great time. Went to, Went to some shows. Went to mm-hmm. uh, went to the wrestling. Went to a comedy show. Uh, saw some friends. Yeah, it was friends. was yeah good good stuff. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I, I remember going last year and had the the more fun we had was just kind of hanging with friends mm. and doing stuff. So I did I did feel FOMO of that, but uh, I feel I'm kind of done with Grand Slam now. At yeah. least if they keep it in this like. 10 hour format that they had last week. Um, 16 hour. Yeah, it was, it was long and did kind of beat me up a bit. Um, maybe, I don't know, this time next year, uh, another match is announced perhaps, yeah. but I'm kind of, I'm kind of good with Grand Slam now, but I love New York. I'd happily go back to New York anytime. Got to do, uh, what, what's, you've done a WrestleMania. What else is like, would you do a Wrestle Kingdom? Would you do a Triple Mania? Would you? I'd, well, I'm, I'd like to do a, I mean, Triple Mania seems to be every month now, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, um, let's just plan a trip to Mexico. I, I don't want to go to Mexico, yeah. uh, in the winter. Yeah. Um, that's kind of my next trip I'm planning. Yeah. Um, and so if there's some, maybe not a Triple Mania, but any kind of lucha that's on while I'm there, I'd love to see that. Wrestle Kingdom, I absolutely want to go to Japan. Um, it's definitely bucket list stuff. But I can't say I'm interested in New Japan Any of the stuff, whatsoever yeah. Yeah. right now. Dickie was trying to get me to stay up to watch some tag team oh. dog cage match, oh. but uh, I, I was good. I, yeah. I, I feel okay missing. I just uh, I've shown a few friends now the June Kasai Despy match, and mm. I, I still can't get over that one. Even though it wasn't really New Japan, kind of it's on New Japan World, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, I I wasn't I wasn't feeling the wrestling as much as I was last year. That's yep. kind of why I didn't really, like want to do this trip. But AEW's in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's an interesting it's not, time I'm because, just... like, uh, definitely, I I feel my interest in the main roster is 
is more than it's been for years a long long time and that's something we've been we've been saying repeatedly on this show about how i want something to happen well to pull me back well why wouldn't i like raw davy because when i watch raw it's just nxt from a few years it's, ago it's kevin N- owens it's literally Seth, nxt plus the mids gargano that, that is it that is literally i watched it uh i was gonna say nxt yeah. i watched raw last night it was nxt and the Miz. yeah in it's, edmonton it's an edge <laughs> and edge yeah. sure yeah, it's crazy. I mean, uh, Candice LeRae now showing up on yeah. Raw, which is totally awesome. What's with the Garganos and picking Canada for their their debut? We must they yeah. must be Canadian honorary Canadians yeah. at this point. Yeah, uh, that's super rad. The the, the wrestling family, mm. the way, and all that stuff. I can't wait to see where that that goes. She is an incredible talent. She's awesome, and I, I can't wait. Definitely to... bolsters that division. Yeah, like people will see real quick, like how good she she will make other people look too, especially. But yeah, super excited about that. Uh, Panda Express. Johnny and Kevin Owens teaming yep. up again. I'm like, this is crazy. What's going on? Cool. Triple H running stuff is just already like great. And on and on top of that, I mean, sorry, Raw was good, but the Sami Zayn Roman Reigns uh, Uso uh, honorary Us shirt reveal thing. That whole segment was one of the best segments in years. So we were in a uh, in a bar right next to our hotel in yeah. Times Square um, called Pasta Lovers. Nice. And we had a a brilliant, authentic. Uh, Italian bartender from Mexico called Juan Carlos, nice. uh, who was making us espresso martinis. Nice. And we were the only ones at the bar. He was flicking through the channels. And we we're like, oh, do you mind just putting Smackdown on? And he's like, yeah, you want this? We want, yeah, we do. So we watched that whole 20-minute segment. Yeah. Like, no sound. <laughs> and it was still incredible. Like, you could... Like everyone, you could tell from their faces, you knew the story that was going on. Yeah. You knew that Jay hates Sammy. You knew Sammy was kind of like, like fearing for his life at one point and then realized he's been accepted in the family. Jimmy's like little like handshake thing he's got yeah. going. My dog. It was, <laughs> it was such a brilliant segment and Sammy Zayn is just killing Yo, it. Yo, right Sammy now. Zayn is not getting the credit because like I just keep thinking back to that Jackass match and yeah. like how he like stole that whole show that whole weekend and then now he's just I feel that got the ball rolling for this. They yeah. were like, if you could make that work. And like, he's making this work. I love this. It's been it's so entertaining. And I'm, you know, I, I, I'm not a huge Roman fan when it comes to like the wrestling. Like I, I definitely don't get it. I don't, I don't usually get into it, but the storyline right now that they're doing is fantastic. And Roman is treated like the ultimate, like ultimate boss, the final boss, yeah. the, the king of this shit. Literally. They look awesome. Yeah. That entrance everyone looks of great. Now solos in it as well. Now Paul Heyman's back. So good, it man. It looks awesome. And then, and then like Sami Zayn is just absolutely killing this role. Like the, my dog stuff is my favorite. My dog. I, I like the shirt we need. If if Sammy gets an honorary Oost shirt, we need to create our own up next honorary friend. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> shirt. PWT. What's great is it. It kind of has that um, like Jericho Owens thing where you know eventually yeah. it's coming. Of where course. Sammy's going to get murdered, yeah. but you don't know when. And it's 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 having as much fun with it as possible until that moment. And when it mm. happens. Uh, you, you fear for Sammy, right. but it's going to make him like, I like we were saying, okay, well, if it's not rock Roman at WrestleMania, I imagine probably Cody returns at the rumble, wins it goes. I don't want that anymore. Yeah. You I want, want Sammy. Sammy Zayn to win the rumble face Roman and end that reign in the main event. You go from losing to Johnny Knoxville to a year later beating wow. the goat 
Roman Reigns. We just want that Sammy NXT oh, run back. We do. Triple we H, do. run it back. Yeah, I mean, Sammy Zayn is an incredible wrestler, but now we know just through all this stuff in the past, all this WWE career, he's so good at the character and the story and all this stuff, and he's just so funny and so lovable, but then at the same time, he's the guy in the bad guy group. Yeah. But they're still the cool group, you know? So it is, everything is like working on, on all the cylinders. I would imagine that they they kick him out and somehow, you know, he finds a group of friends to maybe face the bloodline in the war games. It's either that or it happens in the war games. Sure, match. right, yeah. Um, you could almost have, ah, oh, you could almost have them turn on Sammy in the match to get Kevin to forfeit for his team to save his best friend Sammy Zayn. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, it would, like, 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 Obviously, if you were to book Sammy Roman, it would be such a great like story to do. But I don't don't feel like they would go that. I route. think we'll get the match. Yeah, I don't yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah. see WrestleMania and Sammy no, winning. No, but totally. I think <laughs> I think you'll get the match, and I I do more than ever see a potential world title reign for a Sammy Zayn at some yeah. point. Roman's got to just keep the title uh, for like another six months to a year, so he can uh, defend it against CM Punk. <laughs> I don't think we're seeing that guy again. I don't want to see that guy again. Damn. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like, the, is his contract, is he done with AEW? Is he going to wrestle somewhere else? Is he going to fight? Is I gonna... can't see how he'd return there. Yeah. I never don't, say I don't never. Know Money who, talks. I don't know who'd want him now. It's uh, very different from when he left last time round, where I think, uh, yeah, there were some, some negative things yeah. about him. But I think in general, people were kind of on his side. Yeah. I think this time round, like, you watch that press conference and... You hear all the shit that's happened after. Like, he just sounds like poison, yeah. you know? Yeah, something like, I think, uh, obviously, controversy creates cash. And that all, that whole thing, obviously, like, a lot of, like, casual fans. Think of, like, some of my mm. friends who we who don't really watch, like, hear about it. And now, like, are invested. And, like, the ratings, you know, for AW the past week are, are up, I would say. Um and I think it has something to do with that. People want to know how they handle this mm. and how they can. And I think they have... Uh, re- really well at the same time, but uh, it, it's interesting. But with Triple H running things, it's a never say never kind of thing. It is. Like, it really is. Triple H, do you still have Kota Ibushi's number? <laughs> Triple H, you still got Tony Nese's number? You know, <laughs> no, Tony, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, you know, like he, he, he will, this is just still the beginning of this. So, like, who knows where it can go in another year? There have been year. talks today about, uh, like, some aesthetic changes we've got the uh we've got the season premiere of raw and smackdown coming up so right. i expect maybe new theme song poppy uh <laughs> motorhead <laughs> like, motorhead yeah um maybe new set there's been talks huh. about new uh belt designs title designs okay. so um i feel like he's he's been pretty bullish with some of the changes so far and we'll see like i imagine like from a year from now the product will look pretty different to how it was like say from like wrestlemania this yeah, year yeah um which is pretty exciting like it it feels I, I like that i'm getting that kind of wwe bug a little bit again like extreme yeah. rules is coming up in a few weeks we've got this whole white rabbit thing going on and it it does have my interest which yeah. i can't say in the past we've gone ah you know the pay-per-views like the matches are normally good but i can't say i care about stories Story. going into them that is starting to change the white rabbit stuff is really cool i think they're doing a really good job it's, it's definitely a bit creative and feels like fresh for them they're always too late mm. like they're always like download tout you know what i mean yeah. like it's too late for that like you know so it is something that feels a bit ahead of the curve for them what i quite like is you're seeing stuff that they've kind of 
tried on uh, on NXT and then taken it because we had yeah. Zoe Stark's return was the the whole like uh, barcode yeah, the barcode, QR code QR, thing, yeah. and obviously they they were like, oh, that kind of worked in NXT, and they've taken that and obviously blown it up and made it a lot bigger and more successful. Yeah. But I like that. Okay, you can see they kind of practiced in developmental and sure, and maybe that was a promo. Kind of, Maybe that was yeah. an idea, dear, of, oh, this is something we could potentially do for Bray. Yeah. Let's see how this works for Zoe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it does seem like it will be Bray Wyatt. I would still assume there's a tie-in with the Karrion Cross thing just because he's used that before. So you would imagine that's something he's kind of, like, hasn't he used, like, the rabbit tribe Well, I did or see someone, like, photoshopped a thing of what, like, Cross and Scarlet, Dexter, Bray, okay. and Braun. You could have Braun, like as yeah, a yeah okay yeah as like a kind of new family yeah Wyatt six wasn't that it's not Malachi Black so no <laughs> yeah I do I I think it's although there cool. was a clue of his yeah his theme or something. or something yeah yeah I I think I think what they're doing is pretty interesting and in keeping fans like questioning in it and talking about it that's what like TV, good TV shows do yeah. right like when you think of you know you're talking to your friends or coworkers or whatever about the latest whatever episode of something that's really popular. That's like the water cooler talk, right? And doing something like this, like, okay, well, who could this be? Is like the oldest thing in wrestling that is great, but they definitely felt like they finally have updated it. Like, I think back to the Save Us Y2J yeah. thing. That was one of my favorite things for sure. Yeah. Like, what a creative way to, to, to bring it. Everyone assumed it was him. And then when it was him, you didn't feel that down. So I, I do mean, think yeah, that's Yeah, I, I remember Bray. like leading up to uh, like Taz's debut, you Same, had yeah. the 13 flashing right, yeah. orange on random shows yeah, and things so, like that. Um, it's cool. Yeah, I think the question is with with Bray, and this has been the case for his whole WWE run, is like the Firefly Funhouse, all that super creative. How does it then translate to Ring? Right. And how do we make it work? Because The Fiend didn't work when it came to in-ring stuff. You yeah. couldn't have him as this Michael Myers indestructible thing. It was thing, too silly. It, it puts you in a box, it corners you, and ends up, killing these baby faces so that's going to be the big challenge because we know if it is bray which i assume it is we know he's probably got a lot behind this because he is super creative the challenge will be the next step okay he's then debuted he's going to start having matches where do you put him i yeah. wouldn't put him in the title picture right away or maybe ever you know like mm. but it's how will you make him work and continue to work as an in-ring performer. And that's what I'm interested in, like, next. Yeah. No, I, I, I think it could go in a really cool, creative thing. And maybe it is a group. Maybe it's not just him. Maybe it is related, or maybe it is just him. But either way, I think it's a pretty creative way. And I, and I love the song. We actually had some, uh, some gummies yesterday called uh, White Rabbit in oh. Toronto. Some edible gummies, which I, the name alone sold me. because White were Rabbit. Uh, Dickie had one actually, yeah. so I'll have to let you know. He's yeah, I think he's asleep. On yeah, he, couch, it may have so kicked in because he's on our couch <laughs> asleep. Yeah, uh, that like WWE stuff, I've not been interested in quite a while, and I am as a fan now interested to see like where we can go with Triple H if we're getting new titles and new looks and stages and different things. Like as a new era, as fans, when you use the network or old people like us use tape trading and DVDs or whatever, like. You look back through the eras of how different things looked mm. in different eras. WWE has not changed in so long, so it does need like kind of a just a a little something that. Well, changes we had up. the like yeah, we changed the logo even. You know, we sure. you went from that yellow blue block logo to yeah. then the scratching WWF, and then you got the 
the F out. Yeah. And then it went to kind of network era, which was this clean. Which is this now, WWE, yeah. which we're in now. Yeah. Change it. I think NXT. Skulls. Uh, I mean, the episode of NXT last week and this week is is taped. And was there another one too, maybe? Possibly? No, I think I think next week is... Back to Live? I think it was two. So I think next week's yeah. Back to Live, which I imagine done with the color and... And yeah, yeah that, Let, that's what I'd assume. Yeah, I imagine the NXT look comes when we get back to that live episode and it'll look a, a lot, maybe a mix of what it used to kind of look like. I, I think so. I hope so. And this this week, like, I, I've been a little higher on NXT recently. I did not enjoy this week's show. <laughs> it definitely felt like a hangover, treading water before a tape show. It felt like a tape show this yeah. week. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll jump into some NXT, I swear. Uh, I do want to mention also, because uh, my shoot job, I work at a, a TV station, and we started airing some wrestling. Okay. And I, was, uh, I, was, I, I wasn't politicking, but I was like, yo, I, I wish CHCH used to air a lot of wrestling back in the day. So we got a wrestling show, Women of Wrestling, which is back, which yeah. is making its rounds. One hour a week, it's very like... Not focused on a lot of the actual like in ring wrestling, but it's focused on like characters. There, this whole revamp is only like a few. Glow weeks. Yeah, like you get a lot of vignettes about the characters, but I find that like they they like own the characters. Like the wrestlers, I recognize we're using different names on the indies, and now are like completely like under a different like name and stuff. But I would say for the first okay. few weeks, it was pretty fun to. That's to kind watch. of the Lucha Underground model, exactly. In a way. Yeah. yeah, like now okay. now your name is going to be this, and this is your your mm. kind of gimmick. So you get all sorts of like. You get the there's the Tonga twins. They're they're pretty much like the Samoan bloodline right. uh, Uso, Uso kind of thing uh, character. That I think they're twins too. Uh, then we got um, a glitch. She was good. She's like a gamer or something. Okay. <laughs> there was a girl who raps who can't rap. So I was like, out of all the people who get the acclaimed gimmick, I don't know if she was the right one to to do it. But I would say it was pretty interesting. So by any means, people should and AJ check it is out. on commentary. And AJ Lee is on commentary, yeah. so uh, mm. pretty interesting. But any uh, Toronto maybe local, Punk will go there <laughs> on commentary. Yeah. They mention him like every episode so far. Like like drop like like oh See that's how long that lasts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, any Toronto local CHCH airs it on uh, Saturdays. But I mean, any wrestling fan, you could find it online and stuff as well. But uh, pretty cool, yeah. And then we are coming to the end of the month uh, on the Patreon, but we do have some pretty cool shows we'd like to announce. Unfortunately, we have had to change our schedule a little bit this week due to some uh, scheduling conflicts with yeah, our world champions. We do. I mean, world champ patrons, you guys are our pillars, and you guys usually get to pick stuff, and then we do the review, and then we have you on at the end and chat with you a little bit. Well, Howie, who's been a longtime world champ mm. supporting us, uh, when Cobra Kai was getting popular, he picked Karate Kid. We did that. Then he did Karate Kid 2. And now he's picked Karate Kid 3, but he went on vacation. So he's like, guys, I'll have to do this show down the road in a few weeks or something like that. So it's on hold. I just finished Cobra Kai, so I'm caught up. I've got a lot of catching up to do. But it's a happy accident in a way because we're going to kick off spooky season a little early. Yeah, I mean, because this we is a, saw yeah. uh, there's a, a long anticipated sequel coming out on Disney Plus at the end of the month. So we thought it'd be a good time to revisit the 1993 oh, baby. classic Disney Halloween film, Hocus Pocus. Quite possibly the greatest movie ever right. made. Okay. Uh, yeah, sisters, let's go. Grab the book. We're going to be reviewing. This is crazy because if you've been listening, you know how much I love this movie through the years. I watch it way too many times every Halloween season. So we're finally going to be reviewing it this week. It's going to drop this weekend on our Patreon. But next week, the new one comes out. So that's right. 
two back-to-back weeks of Hocus Pocus. You're going to yes. be out Pocus. I'm so excited for this new one. And it just makes sense that we, we chat a little bit about it. And uh, so two weeks of Hocus Pocus. Two weeks of Hocus Pocus. We've also obviously got our like very anticipated Halloween 5 review that will be released on Halloween. It's become a yearly tradition here at yes. Up Next that for free every Halloween we review one of the Halloween films. And we're up to number five. Damn. Uh, very excited for that. Um, we're also going to be joined uh, just uh, detouring yeah. from spooky stuff. We're going to be joined by Karen Peterson for a special episode of Best Match Ever, where uh, it's still up in the air who we're going to talk about. I might actually put it as a Facebook group, oh. uh, vote. Okay. We're either going to be talking about Kyrie Zane's start, start and run or Io Shirai's start and <gasps> run. I don't care either one. It sounds great. Uh, but Karen's going to put us a list together for that for us wow. to talk about next week. Um, and then a whole lot of other spooky stuff uh, that we'll be putting out the schedule very soon. Yeah, I mean, guys, October 1st is a great time to give us a shot. If you haven't already, it's only five bucks for North American tier. You get access to everything that's coming out th- this month, but you can access everything in that back catalog. All the best matches ever, the was next, retro NXT reviews, everything. And it's only five bucks a month to access all these shows. And if that's not enough, October is looking so stacked because NXT is doing Halloween Havoc. We thought, why not celebrate the 25th anniversary of Halloween Havoc 1997 featuring, oh yeah, Ray Ray and Eddie Guerrero in one of the most famous matches. So we're super excited. That's also a show that we got coming out. Last year, we did The Exorcist, which was a hell of a a fun podcast to do. So this year, you thought it would be fun to pick The Omen. It's one of my favorite horror films. Uh, Yeah, definite similarities to The Exorcist. Except now we're talking about a, a spooky boy oh. instead of a spooky girl. Damien666, yeah. sign <laughs> of the beast. Let's go. So, yeah, guys, check us out on Patreon. If you've never tried us before, but you like us a little bit, hey, why not like us a lot? It's only five bucks, and start of the new month gives you a whole month to access everything coming out and everything we do. We do a lot of podcasts, and we want you to hear them. And this could be potentially the last month in this format because changes are on their way. That's we're right. working on them. And yeah, so uh, we're, we're going out with a bang with this this spooky season. Yeah, up next isn't going anywhere. It's it's it'll still be a show, but we definitely are are making some changes, and you might just might get hit with a poison rana very very soon. Uh, and that's another quick reminder. I swear we'll get to NXT. I'm sorry, nah. someone's mad. Uh, if you are going to Dynamite in Toronto or Rampage, uh, we are throwing some parties, and that means. A dynamite after party at Sneaky D's in Toronto. Right after dynamite, we're all going to make our way over to Sneaky D's in Toronto. We're going to have some pro wrestling karaoke. We have some themed wrestling drinks that mm-hmm. Davey has, has, as a bartending legend, has concocted. I had a great shift last week uh, coming up, coming with, up these with these. Yeah. Maybe in the. They co- tasted better and better as they went on in the sure, night. Sure, yeah. That, so, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll maybe tell you some of the recipes in the, in the coming weeks. But yeah, uh, if you are planning on going to Dynamite or Rampage, or maybe you're just in the area and you're not even going to the shows, well, come. It's free. Come to Sneaky D's. Come get lit, drink some drinks, sing some wrestling karaoke, hang out, and it'll be quite a party. But follow the socials at Up Next Podcast on Twitter if you haven't already, and the Facebook group 
for more stuff. But it's free. There'll be some prizes now. We're working on some some things with in conjunction with some some prizes and and all sorts of stuff. Maybe special guests. Who knows? But it's going to be a party in the six, and we would love to see you there if you're planning on going. And we know a few listeners are planning on coming, and some friends, and we're super fucking excited. Yeah. Hell it's yeah. going to be great. Super looking forward to this. Yeah, uh, this is going to be a, a fun little month uh, here. We got friends visiting us. We got uh, AEW on the the twelfth and the thirteenth. Thirteenth, and then I'm super excited for an indie show, Demand Lucha, which we've talked about for quite a few times. We've been to mm-hmm. quite a few times. Their next card, like I'm probably more hyped for that than AEW, just because they've announced this like four way match with our boy Gringo Loco. Commander. defending champion yeah and asf and and someone else i'm blanking but that oh, like damn. that match already has all my attention so uh, demand lucha on october 20th yeah I, they've been killing it been, a lot of the i know smash has just come back yeah they yeah did something out was it rec room recently yeah yeah um yeah super kicked have been killing it uh some it's it's been pretty hot in the in the city recently yeah so go check out demand lucha and we'll be there on the the 20th in october because those guys are, are just so awesome. The unorthodox Ares, the sensational young ASF, and the breathtaking head-turning commander challenge Gringo Loco. This, this match will be. I'm gonna I'm gonna do so many white rabbit gummies before this match because mm-hmm. this thing will will de- like definitely be worth the price of admission. Lince Dorado. Lince Dorado. Damn. Yeah. We All got, right. We got. Maybe we maybe we try to sneak an interview with him. Yeah. That'd be great. Talk about Izzy's dad. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm I'm excited for that. All right. Last thing. I swear we'll talk about NXT, but this news definitely had my attention. It's non wrestling news, but Ryan Reynolds dropping a video on his couch at home in Vancouver somewhere probably when he says he can't come up with an idea for Deadpool three. So goes, hey Hugh, who Hugh Jackman's just walking in in his kitchen or yeah. something, and he goes, you want to play Wolverine again? <laughs> yeah. All right. So. <laughs> Deadpool 3 is going to have Wolverine in it. Love I'm it. Fucking hype for that. Our Love first, it. This is the first time Deadpool and Wolverine are in the MCU, and it's going to be rated R. Amazing. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I we reviewed Logan way back when. I thought that was the perfect end. But if there's a film to like have him back, yeah. Deadpool like kind of doesn't count in a weird way. It's like, like yeah. it's so breaking fourth wall. The way they revealed him. Yeah, uh, yeah I think that's... that's the movie fun. should just start with him opening up the... The thing, the yo, wake up, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it starts. No, uh, I'm I'm excited. No one could play at Wolverine without him, and I'm sure Hugh Hugh Jackman uh, is going to make a pretty penny off this. But I'm I'm super excited. I I don't get too excited about the the superhero stuff, but that one instantly has all my attention. Definitely will be a kick ass, hilarious movie. So can't wait. Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine. He has to wear the outfit in the movie. The yellow and blue. 100%. Yeah, 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 he has so. to. Even if it's for a gag in yeah. the movie, he has to put it on. I feel as well, he shouldn't even feel the need to like work out and get back in Wolverine shape for this. Just be normal. It's Deadpool. He, he can be he can be fat Wolverine <laughs> if he wants. He's, he's, like, he's jacked he's anyway. Huge, I know, yeah. I know. But I know he said in interviews, like, man, like he's... He's hit up the rock before to like know what his diet is. Right. And he said, like, he's like, I love red wine and chocolate. I love it. And I, <laughs> I hate, I hate this workout regimen I have to go through every time wow. I'm Wolverine. Just relax you. Yeah. You can, you can just be tubby in your blue and yellow spandex. It'll, it'll be great. We'll, yeah. we'll love you anyway. No, yeah. I'm excited. That sounds great. Wolverine's the Canadian superhero I can get behind. Yeah. You know? 
Even though he's like, what, Australian? Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. All right, well, shall we now get into some NXT? Yeah, we swear, we told you we would get to yeah, it. And we about did. half an hour in, but <laughs> it's good, it's good. We'll, we'll whiz through this show. There's a, not a whole lot to talk about. Oh. Uh, NXT, September 27th, 2022, from the Capital Wrestling Center. This is uh, a taped show, as we mentioned earlier. And we start right how as we finished last week with Ilya Dragunov coming out. And he says, last time I was in NXT, I conquered an unbeatable machine to become champion. And I walk into this place like it's a coliseum. I suffered, but I conquered and succeeded with the heart of a gladiator. And burning will and perseverance, I became a Tsar because pain has always been my best friend. And I've come back to achieve my destiny, beat an unbeatable machine to claim gold. But this time, his name is not Gunther. It wasn't last time, mate. <laughs> yeah, either. it wasn't that either. <laughs> his name is Bron Breaker. So, Dragunov staking his claim, but J.D. McDonough comes out. Uh, first, I, uh, just to stop you, I think yeah. pain, pain has always been my best friend needs to be like on his shirt or something. Yeah. Or maybe maybe not. Maybe mm. people take it the wrong way. But I, I actually really like this guy's promo, considering, you know, like... You don't, we don't see him talk a lot here. This is his first time kind of coming out and being mm. able to speak like this. And he looks like a, a, a star. He doesn't dress like no schlum. Like, he's got like the, the tur- black turtleneck with the black blazer over yeah. the top. Yeah, this is a fashionable dude. And he's almost like poetical. In Hell his, yeah. Like talking about being, being a star and like, like a gladiator in a coliseum and all Yo, that. This like, guy's sick. I, it, sometimes you hear some people. You know when like Ronda Rousey uses her big words, it like just sounds weird. It's yeah. like okay, you've you've sat down with the thesaurus and written this promo. Yeah, Dragonoff just with the accent, as as you said, like the the way he's dressed and everything, you believe it. And I I thought he sounded awesome here. Yeah, definitely. Jamie J D McDonough comes out and calls Ilya a sneaky rat, uh, and Ilya says, "Hey, look, I beat you, forcing you to leave NXT UK." And JD says, yes, well, you may have won the match, but you were so beaten up after that match that you had to vacate and leave anyway. And asks how his broken ankle is and is kind of doing his look where he's dissecting a body right, part. Right, Like, yeah, I could fuck that. I know that. I know how to hurt that I know ankle. How to, yeah. I know my ankles. Broken bone. All right. Uh, he says, this is not your time. This is my time. So I would stay where you've been the last few months on the sidelines. If I need to stop you one more time, I swear... I'll end your career. And this is where bronze music hit. He comes out and welcomes Ilya back, but he says that this championship isn't going anywhere. And JD says, well, look, I'm the number one contender here. And the crowd start chanting triple threat, triple threat. But JD waves that off and says, look, I've earned my shot. We ain't getting any triple threat here. And JD says, look, how about you two face each other for the title? And then I'll pick up the pieces after and I'll, I'll have my match then. And Bron says, look, I'm not as stupid as that. You're number one contender and he never lost the championship. And if my math is correct, which it always is, you have a 33.3 chance of winning. So let's make this a triple. Holds up the mic to the crowd. They go, threat. I'll see you boys at Halloween Havoc. Wow. Uh, yeah, Bron Breaker what is it dotting his t's and crossing his eyes yep. here i lost <laughs> i lost my mind here as it took the crowd a second it took us a second right. wait a second 
He just mentioned the word math. He's it's finally, happening. He's finally doing it's it. happening. <laughs> he's talking about math. And yeah. best time to like bring it in as well. Yeah, yeah. this was great. Uh, Braun Breaker doing the Steiner math promo. Uh, five stars. This was. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed the the top of this show. I thought yeah. this segment between these uh, two, these three. Um, I think it. We've already had the McDonough uh, Braun match. So I'm glad we've got an extra wrinkle in it with Ilya, who I love. I think it's brilliant. You can also come away from this. Uh, like this could either be a way to get the title off Bron without him getting pinned if yeah. you want to move him up. Or you can then have the, the singles match between Ilya and Bron after this. So I, I think the match sounds better as a triple threat. I'm actually quite looking forward to this one. Yeah, I mean, we... it. If Braun is still sticking around and not just making the jump or anything, I think it would be him just winning this. It's yeah. clear as day. But I would say out of all the people, because the only person that we thought the past few weeks and months is the only person who could take it from is Carmelo. Mm. And now Carmelo doesn't even have that other title and is now still going for that title. Yeah. So it is weird that they didn't kind of go that direction, which they still could. So therefore, this could just be like another mm. road roadblock there. But I think maybe JD's in the match to take the pin regardless if it's yep. Braun retaining it still protects Dragunov Braun but can pin yeah. JD and then you can go to that singles match if because you just just from watching Dragunov obviously everyone knows about the two Walter matches back years back to back years there but he is just fantastic mm-hmm. he is someone that like I know he's on the like the smaller side but in today's it does not matter oh. and like yeah, his you promo. You wrestle, he's believable. He's so good. Like, he's someone that I've instantly, like, after these past few years, just someone like, I'm, I am so excited that he's here on this show on NXT. And I, I, I you know, it looks like maybe Sean and Triple H are pretty behind him as well. And he, they know he delivers. Like, he could be a real, like, ace up the sleeve with WWE yeah. in the next coming. Like, eventually, one day, I picture he's on the main roster and, you know, you have him meet Gunther in the, in a rumble or, or something that teases you go back to that eventually. Like there's so much to do with this guy. Even you could have him beat Braun to make him like a real, make this show instantly. Like the, the hardcore fans, like the, the real smarky fans who love the wrestling. If you were to be the champ on this show instantly, you go, okay, I got to watch yep. that. I got to, I got to check it out. Not dissing Braun. Cause I think he has done a fantastic job, but he fits WWE's mold of like being that star. He's, he's got the wrestling down pat, like see what he can do up, up, up on the main roster. Yeah. But I, I still think maybe Braun's sticking around for a lot longer. I think now with the changes, I, I think in the, the Vince regime, I could have seen him go like right up. I think now with some of the changes, I think it, it wouldn't hurt him to stay in NXT. Yeah. We've seen how this guy in just a year, how he's improved match from match from match. Yeah. It, he could do still with some more seasoning, I think, and be more of a, a star down in NXT before maybe the time is right for him to go. I like what you're, you're suggesting with Ilya eventually going up. Yo, and having, Ilya Sheamus, having that banger, yeah, <laughs> having that main roster match against against Gunther. Yeah, I mean, I I love this IC title reign Gunther's having, and I think he could keep hold this for a long, long time. Sure, having Ilya challenge for the IC title against Gunther. Hell yeah, down the line sounds awesome. Yeah, that would be great to me. Uh, yeah, I, I thought everyone kind of stood out here. JD, I think, is put in here to be like the fall guy yeah. in whatever the outcome it would be. But a triple threat between these three does sound pretty good. And, you know, Dragunov's going to bring it. It does still leave room for the one-on-one. Yes. Right? You could go to that afterwards. But uh, Dragunov is someone like, I I just think he's, he's like, money. Especially, we don't know, they might do a, uh, like, 
who knows, they might do an NXT TakeOver Boston or something like that sure. uh, with Survivor Series weekend. Uh, I doubt they'll be doing war games because right, yeah. main roster have that. Yeah. But Dragonoff Braun could be main event for that, perhaps. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I, all for Like, it's definitely instantly a character or a wrestler that it makes me, like, excited to see the main main event match and the mm. title picture and everything. Uh, I'm all for the House of Dragonov. We go backstage where we see Gallus and Briggs and Jensen getting pulled apart. They just can't keep their hands off each other. Uh, and then we go to Mandy Rose, who says, Alba Fire, I know you're watching. Well, Fallon Henley is about to find out what happens when you face me. So put down your bat and take some notes. Damn. Yeah. Uh, we go to the Schism, uh, who cut a cut a little video promo here on Cameron Grimes saying, uh, Gacy saying it didn't have to be this way. <laughs> this is, this is so shitty. Like horror movie, bad guy. It didn't have to be this like, way. <laughs> cutting between like beatdowns of Grimes and stuff, but to make the world better, we had to make an example of you talking about Cameron and tomorrow you will wake up decimated as we continue to grow. You will be right back where you started alone. This shit sucks. Oh man. Like, like the, 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 the commercials came back and this was the promo. We looked at each other and we just continued what we were doing and not give a fuck. I was like eating and then I was like, Oh, okay. No, it's back. I'd rather like spooky shit. Yeah. I don't know. Go. I I don't know. I I can't stand it. Bray's coming back soon, dude. Like think of something new. (laughs) Maybe this is the white rabbit. Maybe. Oh God. God. Can you imagine (laughs) the whole thing is for his call up? (laughs) Damn. For it. The upside down. I'd laugh. I'd. <laughs> what do you mean? WWE fans would love this guy. Oh boy. We go to our next match. Mandy Rose taking on Fallon Henley. And commentary are pointing out that because of the brawl backstage between Gallus and Briggs and Jensen, Fallon doesn't have any support for this match. Whereas Mandy has toxic attraction with her. Oh. We get a headlock takedown from Fallon. They start running the ropes. Mandy leapfrogs Fallon. Uh, but Fallon like pulls up and goes for a German suplex which Mandy blocks. She cartwheels out of the way to evade Henley and then drop kicks her in the face for a two count. We then get a bit of a chop exchange between the two. Uh, Henley hits this rolling back elbow, like a kind of Judas effect here, followed by a drop kick of her own for a two count and then gets Mandy in the ropes and does the kind of Briggs and Jensen slide under punch to the face spot. Uh, There's a suplex from Mandy for a two, then applies an abdominal stretch uh, Mandy then hits her like flipping front face suplex thing to Fallon for a two. Henley starts to fight back. There's another chop and forearm exchange, and then Mandy hits the uh, the rose trigger out the of nowhere. Kiss the- by a rose. That's what she's calling it now. The kiss by a rose. I'm still calling it the rose. I know it is a fu- it is a good better. name though. Kiss by a kiss rose. By a rose. This one looked great. I yeah, mean, it, it was- did. Fallon was going for her like tornado DDT thing and uh, Mandy throws her forward and then runs at her with it. And this looks one looks not great. Yeah. yeah. This one, I, I didn't really, didn't really get into the match too much. Uh, Mandy Rose in ring doesn't usually uh, get me too uh, invested into, into it, but I, I do think she does that knee lift pretty well. And I mean, the person taking it does a lot of it too, but uh, the, the final sequence of it was pretty good. Yeah. I thought this is one of Mandy's better matches. I, I do like Fallon a lot. She's I, fantastic. I think she's really good. And I thought she, she brought out the better side of Mandy here and totally ate that knee at the end. Uh, this was kind of inoffensive to me and definitely yeah. on the upper end of, of Mandy Rose's matches. Still not good enough really for your champion 
running the brand, but I did think this was a better showing from her. Yeah. After the match, Mandy gets on the mic and says, Alva Fire, I know you're jealous that I conquered two continents and captured two titles while you were throwing another log on the fire. Well, you may keep the fire going, but I'm the one who starts them. And then we go to Alba, who is on the on the screen there, and she goes, you may be women's champion, but I don't do verbal warnings. I'm more of a visual person, as she she lights a fire, and it's on fire. which says hashtag and new. <laughs> so she's just... Is that what she said? <laughs> yeah, it's just... No, the fire said hashtag yeah, yeah, yeah. and new. She's just been playing with... She's playing with fire. Yeah, she's playing with fire. (laughs) Mandy's playing with fire. Yeah. Everything fire. More fire. (sighs) I think it needs to lead to an Inferno match. I guess so. At Halloween Havoc. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're going to do something... Yeah. I mean, they've done, what, the Ring of Fire match, which is where you just pin them in the ring, where the ropes are fire. That's fine. I don't... Like, I feel... I feel Alba Fire's gimmick is... Like, even Kane, as ridiculous as it was had some depth to it with uh, depth might be the wrong word, but you yeah. know, there was some more story of why it was fire and why out right. fire. It's just like, I fucking love fire. What do you mean? Her ancestors, Her ancestors were firefighters yeah, or something. Was, <laughs> but she's, it's just, I just love fire. I just can't it's get like, enough fire. Yeah. It, uh, it's just very two dimensional. I think, I think you should just go straight to the Inferno match, do but it. It, it would be dangerous. Cause I feel like, uh, you, the fire. <laughs> I feel like if you have like hairspray or stuff on, like that's really flammable. Yeah. So maybe like be careful, but yeah, I don't know. Would you want to see an inferno match between these two? Someone's got to get lit on. Maybe fire. something more like a a pole match where you've got to light the top of the pole on fire. That's like a birthday cake. That, that, no, that sounds terrible. It's all awful. <laughs> it's all awful. We uh, didn't start the fire. But yeah, at least their hair's not gonna. Yeah, I don't know. This I can't say I'm big into this alba fire gimmick this whole this whole storyline should be fired yeah <laughs> well talking that we go to apollo cruz <laughs> okay this is this is so bad it's great so we've got another video of apollo cruz like walking around it's out pensive. he's like yeah he's in a park he's, he's writing in a, park, in a journal he's looking at the water he's writing in his book uh he says they say vengeance is an act of passion i say it's an act of justice i mean i uh, I, who's saying it's... I don't know. I always thought it was an act of justice. I don't know. Apollo. I don't know. You ever walk at a park in the middle of the night and you see some guy just writing in his journal, like looking out, thinking deeply? Bellwoods gets weird after hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says, Last week Wallace saw what vengeance is. He tried to permanently blur my vision, but last week pointed me in the direction of the North American champion. And then we've got a, a picture, like an image of Grayson Waller pulling his glasses off and both his eyes are bloody. So this is now so so Apollo Crews got his vision back. Yeah. He's got his groove back. And he's seeing now so we see the vision as we've seen his visions before. But it's Waller who's got two bloody eyes and he's like crying, like, oh my eyes. And he says, I'm not done with you, bitch. Um <laughs> He did. He ended up he ended with I'm not done with you, bitch. Oh man. Uh, are we going to an I've Eye for an eye match? What we say this every week, but what's with eyes in wrestling? Why we keep going? Why are we going after people's eyes all the time? Like, wow! So we're getting an inferno match, an eye for an eye match. I, I imagine maybe maybe both this and the the women's one will be the spin the wheel, make the deal. Yeah. Thing. Maybe this one will be that. Yeah. That's that sucks. 
Because this 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 storyline sucks. This it's almost like, hmm, could we think of something that could be worse story or gimmick of the year, worse than Joe Gacy and the fucking spooky men? I don't know. What about a guy who has visions, but then his eyes get bloody, so then he can't see visions, but then he gets the visions back. Then he gets the vision back, but we can also see the visions. And then, and then Grayson Waller later reveals that he also Grayson saw the vision. Can see the vision. So he also so. Saw- so I mean, I've always said like, if I could invent one thing, yeah. it would be something that could like. Like DVR my dreams. That sounds terrifying. I'd love, I'd love to do that. Just being able to watch my dreams back. No. Maybe Apollo's mastered that, and he can have a vision, right. and then he just like plugs USB into. That's, his that's Batman brain. Forever. Remember the Riddler in Batman Forever, the the thing you put on your head and it shows your visions in the screen. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. what that's what Apollo's it's doing. Been like that Black Mirror. Yeah. With Toby Kebbell. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it's it's so hokey. This is the worst, man. Like poor Apollo Crews coming back for to NXT. Like okay, cool, and then right away gets this like really silly gimmick and like it's so silly that it makes me laugh and i love it but mm. i really it's really bad it's bad <laughs> and and the bloody eyes and grayson waller like crying maybe it's someone just farted on waller's pillow that's how you get pink eye yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is how you get pink yeah. eye uh yeah i don't like this at all it's just so funny because later on waller reveals that he also saw that on the mm. tv screen so it's like oh you did you weren't you didn't shoot you didn't film yourself doing that and no <laughs> You just saw someone that looked I mean, like that, you. That would be that would be more scary. That would be fucking freaky, though. <laughs> if you saw yourself like if on you the street. Saw, yeah, yeah, really weird. This gimmick is needs to go in the bin for mm. sure. Apollo Crews uh, did not see his future uh, coming back to NXT to do this gimmick because it's not working. It gets better, guys. Zion Quinn approaches Ilya Dragunov backstage. So Dragunov, the guy we've been kind of like oozing over yeah. here, saying he's amazing. Okay, what do we do? Well, he's... Put him with the charisma vacuum, which is Zion Quinn. Put him in a fantastic match that'll steal the show with Zion Quinn, Mr. Yeah. Personality here, for sure. So Quinn approaches Ilya, says, I've heard a lot about you, uh, but all that heart for nothing. And he talks about never really having the chance to carry the ball. Uh, and he says, it's because if people let me carry the ball, no one else would ever get it. And I thought this is where Ilya should have said, oh, you've heard a lot about me. Well, I've heard nothing about <laughs> Yeah, I don't you. know who you are. <laughs> but he was way too polite here. Uh, he says, I've heard a lot about you too. You have a lot of, a, of potential, uh, but mentally you're a moron. And uh, says basically that Quinn will never have the burden of having to t- carry a title because he's not going to be a champion. Yeah. I thought Ilya was way too soft on this. Yeah, episode. Ilya could have could have dug him deep with the, just saying anything like "I don't know who you are" or "You're nothing" essentially. Uh, but it sets up what a match that we're going a match to- for later tonight. <sighs> we go to our next match of the evening. Wes Lee, who comes to the ring with Quinn, the King Crusher Molitor, uh, one of the Connors Cure. Uh, survivors here. This is this is pretty cool that they do this. Yeah, we talked about this. It's sweet. The past few weeks, yeah, it really it really is. And this kid, for some reason, had way better moves than Wes Lee. Maybe Wes was pulling back. I think Wes has that ricochet thing where he's just he should be cool, but he's just not. No, cool. Wes is cool, right? We've talked is about he? we've talked about how Wes is cool, but anytime they kind of show him in WWE style vignettes, they they do the opposite effect. When I do think like he's cool, okay. I got us. I, I don't know. I'm yeah. not sure. Uh, MSK yeah, all day. Quinn, the King Crusher, Molitor was really fucking cool. So shout yeah, out, shout out, Quinn. Uh, Wes is taking on Tony D'Angelo, and this is a qualifier match 
for the uh, North American title ladder match at Halloween Havoc. Yeah, so Wes actually got a buy-in, but he chose to still take the qualifier. The yeah. Uh, which he still gets a buy-in with the outcome of this match. This was an odd one. Yeah, so uh, there are some nice-looking rolling headlocks from Wes. Uh, Trick and Mello uh, shown watching the match backstage. Uh, Wes dropkicks Tony out of the ring, uh, goes for a dive, but Stax gets in the way of the dive. So then Wes hits the dive on Stax uh, anyway with a plancher. Stax then is mad that Wes attacked him. So tries to get in the ring, but Tony D's trying to hold him off because he doesn't want to get DQ'd. And this happens like three times. Stax tries to get in and Tony's like, no, no, no. And then he tries again, then tries again. Eventually just shoves Wes and the ref, instead of calling the DQ, just sends Stax to the back. And then we go to commercial break. When we come back, uh, Tony charges at Wes, who just drop toe holds him into the corner. And then the ref like holds back Wes Lee. People are checking on Tony D'Angelo. And uh, it appears his knees messed up. And the referee calls for the stoppage. And Wesley wins yeah. uh, via injury. Now... I'm not sure here because there isn't a whole lot I could find online about this injury. Some people were reporting it's legit, but also I haven't really seen enough outlets kind of reporting about it. It seemed it seemed odd because quite often when we do see these injuries happen in wrestling, it is usually from something quite minor. Yeah, and this drop toe hold kind of looked like that, and the way it was done, I so I, I don't know if this was legit or not. Yeah, because uh, it looked almost like they were selling that the it was he was knocked out, but then the camera didn't go. He was back definitely to him. holding the yeah, knee. Yeah, he was he only was clutching the left knee, yeah. and that's that drop toe hold. It's which is a pretty mundane, like regular yeah. move for it to be done on that. But I think his knee is hurt. Yeah. I, I it seemed like a Hope legit injury right. to me. Yeah, um, that sucks, man. Which which sucks. Uh, but either way, whether shoot or kayfabe. Uh, Wesley advances. He get, yeah, he got another buy-in here. Yeah. He didn't even have to win this match. And really. Wes looked kind of confused and like pissed as well. Yeah, you you would always feel. I couldn't imagine being in that you know spot where you're the person who may or may not have injured them, whether it was an accident or not. I mean, it, of course it was an accident, but I mean like whether it was your fault or not, whatever. But uh, hope hope Tony D is okay. We're gonna get Tony D now with coming back with a cane. He's gonna be like the guy in The Simpsons. <laughs> I, I mean. He, <laughs> It works for MVP. That cane yeah, like, added to MVP. I think yeah. I think Tony D with a cane. Yeah, like good. Marlon Brando uh, in The Godfather, you know, a little yeah. swag there. Uh, yeah, maybe it's a blessing in disguise for, for Tony D, but I hope he's all right. But Wesley advances in that match. Could you potentially see anything with Tony being mad at Stax and potentially kicking him out for the... I mean, yeah, seeing where we're going with his injury or whatever, because he was like, yo, fucking stop it. Stop yeah. trying to ruin my match. I mean, he should be careful if he sends, if he gets rid of Stax, Stax might show up in a battle royal in AEW yeah. or something. Who knows? Exactly. Like two dimes. Uh, we then go to Trick and Mello, who are being interviewed. Uh, uh, Mackenzie Mitchell asks Carmelo how he feels about Wesley advancing to the match. And Mello just says, I don't feel anything about Wesley. And he says, maybe you should ask how Wes feels after we slammed his head in the locker Damn. last week. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Was that a week ago? That was like two weeks ago? Three weeks ago? It was a few was weeks ago. Was it as long ago as that? It was a, a few weeks ago, Okay. Yeah. I was like, Wes seems fine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would have had his head caved that. in by yeah. a locker. Jeez. Um, that's when Oro Mensa 
comes in and he says he's looking forward to facing them both at Halloween Havoc. And Mello says that he knows who he is and he likes him. Uh, and he could even like get him to hang out with them, join him, get him a t-shirt and hang out a bit. But at Halloween Havoc, it's every man for himself. Yeah, so he's kind of throwing... I mean, he gave him a compliment. So yeah. he, he, he liked uh, Mensa's drip. But then almost gave him a, a backhanded compliment. Being, yeah, you know, I'll get you a new shirt with your because he's saying I'm going to beat you yeah. essentially. So, uh, yeah, that match, uh, these two meeting in the ladder match would be pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I think these two would have some good chemistry. Uh, speaking of chemistry, I think our friend Dicky Bird's having chemistry with our couch because he's asleep and snoring. Yeah, over there. It's all right. This show did it to me too as well. Today. <laughs> uh, we get a video package for Sol Ruka saying she that debuts next. Yeah, she's going to test her limits as the tide rises and it's time to come ashore. Yeah, she's doing like <laughs> cartwheels and backflips on the sand on the beach. Um, and then we have the best part of the, the show. The highlight of the show. Absolutely, guys. Yes, this, boy. I'm sure this will be put up on the YouTube. Go out of your way and watch this segment. This yeah. was fantastic. A day in the life of your NXT tag team champions pretty deadly yes boy they're saying so this is a like a, a video package here uh they're they, saying <laughs> they call themselves the tastiest snacks in the whole universe the tastiest snacks in the universe and they say to be to have statuesque physiques most people get up at 4 a.m in the morning to exercise as it's showing like the clock hit 4 a.m and people pumping weights and stuff but we get up at 10 a.m for breakfast in bed <laughs> We see them both, like, in bed, hand each other, like, waffles and eggs Breakfast. and orange juice and stuff. And we could get a butler to do this for us, but that would just ruin things. And at 11 a.m., we get up and spend hours getting ready to look perfection. And we're just seeing them, like, in the changing outfits in the mirror. And then they say, so this takes them to 2 p.m. Yeah. So three hours getting ready. And then... And when it's 2 p.m., then we're ready to work out. But when we work out, we don't use heavy weights. We're not animals. <laughs> we And then we see them just, like, leapfrogging each other. Yeah. And uh, and then doing, like, like, just, like, easy little exercises, but both in tandem. We then spend the next three hours to appreciate each other. Yes, boy. <laughs> Take that as you will. <laughs> And says, we are the NXT Tag Team Champions, Kit Wilson and Nelson Prince. Pretty deadly. Uh, this was so funny. This was so uh, just fucking funny. This, like, it reminded me, I thought the uh, Maximum Male Models thing they did at the pay-per-view with the water. Yeah. Just when performers go head first, all in, no sign of embarrassment about what they're given yeah because some other people could make this so shit sure. it's they are 150 percent invested in this oh my god so funny yeah um, this was this i was love great. this there's they're they're basically like i don't know bert and ernie they, they they share the same bed they feed each other they said they take care of each yeah. other we don't want a butler because that would just disrupt our utopia yeah in our bedroom. <laughs> they just keep talking about that so i don't know if they're trying to gear towards if they're they're aiming for Billy and Chuck 2.0, but they're also not saying that that isn't the case. It, but e yeah, I love like, this. either way. It's like so I, funny. I don't care. No, it, like if they're if they're yeah, a couple, they're yeah. a couple. It's awesome. Like I'm it's, pretty sure they're not actually a couple, but that does that's besides the point. But I mean, they definitely 
led you to think that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We spent sure. three hours to appreciate each other. It's they have a great relationship, and that's why they're they're the tag champions. Yeah, don't be mad because they're happy, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're successful. Yeah. No, these guys. We've talked about how much we love the character work and 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 everything, and this was the best they the oh, best video so they, they've had so, so far. So good. They they now feel like the champions here. One critique: it looked like they're doing a ripoff of the scissors. They look like they were doing like oh, the yeah? Vader scissor, and they should not. They should not do that. No. Don't 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 try to steal something that's hot right now. The thing I like, it's like I like how they're like, yeah. Most people get up at four a.m. We they have like this whole morning, like spent hours before they're rep. I get it. Like I'm yeah. I'm after we do this show Wednesday. Like I don't have to get go to work. Yeah. Early, I get up and spend about three hours before I'm ready to like actually sure. crack down with work. I get it, guys. Uh, but also, like, the stuff in the gym, it's how much do you see, like, you know, uh, I mean, you see, like, TikToks, like, piss-taken of it, but, you know, usually girls going to the gym and, like, they've got all their, like, nice gym gear on. Yeah. And then they're, like, setting up the camera, setting up it ready, and then they'll, like, put water on their face and look <laughs> sweaty and then be like, oh, hard day at the gym. <laughs> and then, right, time to go. <laughs> and these two are just... Hanging out in their bed. Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I really thought this was, like, hilarious. And I I don't know how they're... I don't know how they're going to expect people to treat them as heels. Because they're they're amazing. So, like, yeah. this is a baby face turn oh, for it's, me. It's definitely... They're going to start getting... Yeah. Yes, boy chance and stuff like that. I yeah. think it if it's... Like, if they were main roster doing this, yeah. they'd be very over very quickly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yes, boy. Fantastic yes, boy. stuff. Yes, this boy. the show is over after Good this. Stuff. Guys. Well done, lads. Yeah, this was this was the best stuff they've done. This was better than any match they've had. Like yeah, this 100%. was this was so good. Like 100%. They're, they're so funny in this video that like I now support them one hundred percent. They're our guys. Yeah. <laughs> yes, boy. yes, boy. <laughs> Pretty deadly. Put them on the. This should be on the main roster. Yeah. This is way better than the male models though. Yeah. <laughs> they I should, like the male models. They should take well, over. That's kind of. They should take over yeah. as the, like the main two guys. We go to our next match. It's the debut of Sol Ruka. Uh, she's taking on Amari Miller, who I feel we haven't seen wrestle for a while. Uh, Ruka goes for some early pin attempts. Uh, Miller catches her, her leg like a back kick and flips her. Uh, Ruka does a, a forward flip, uh, tries to land on her feet, more lands on her bum, but kind of styles it out. It still looked kind of cool. And then eventually would do more flips that does, she yeah, does land she on her de- She keeps on doing this like backwards roll handstand thing into this head scissor takedown. I thought looked nice. Then hits an X factor. Shout out our best match ever, Sean Waltman. Shout that out Sean Waltman. Just a couple of months shout ago. out Sean Waltman and shout out Sean Waltman's dog. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see both next week on Raw. Um, and then Ruka goes for a moonsault uh, Amari moves, so Ruka lands on her feet, does another backwards roll onto her feet into a drop kick for a two count. There's then a straight jacket hold from Amari, and then a like flipping leg drop from Ruka, like a front flip into the leg drop for the win. Um, lots of lots of handstands and flips and stuff yeah. from uh, Ruka. Quite innovative stuff, some of it. Uh, I thought not a bad showing from her. Yeah, I mean, this was her debut match here on NXT and uh, kind of showcasing that she definitely has an athletic background, yeah. clearly doing a lot of this kind of impressive stuff. The gimmick is she's a surfer. It didn't, like, they didn't go too over the top. I will say, like, the vignettes have been, like, pretty mm. silly with the, the stuff. Uh, and kind of as we suggested, they came. she came out to, like, the Pulp Fiction theme, but, like, ripped off, mm. essentially. Uh, 
She's wearing almost like a, li- a life, what it, like a Baywatch kind of gear, you would kind of say. I don't know, like white thing. But uh, with the first showing, not bad at all. And I do think eventually, like, uh, she's got a look and can have do the athletic stuff in wrestling. Then, like, yeah. Yeah, we've seen, work? like, with people like like Casey, who I think back to that Mae Young Classic where Casey could, uh, Katanzaro, yeah. uh, Katana Chance, could do some quite, like, acrobatic, like, innovative stuff yeah and then it's a matter all right now kind of learn how to wrestle sure. a bit more and put it together yeah. and you'll be quite a unique talent so yeah i, I do see potential with with soul ruka yeah I, I'll, i'm also like go more into like come out with the surfboard you know like uh what, what, else, what else could you do yeah the music wasn't surfy enough <laughs> it was uh it had the wipe out didn't it have i don't know maybe i'm just Blank in that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, it could have been more. So I just want the point break gimmick. Like, yeah, right. that's what I want. Eventually, we're going to get to that. So, when she turns heel, she'll be point break. We see backstage again where the security crew, led by Hank, are trying to separate Gallus, and Gallus actually knock a security guy out. Hank was pissed. And but Hank was fucking mad. Well, he didn't do anything about it, really. They just said, get in that and room. He's got a contract now, doesn't he? Yeah, true. Oh, he's not security anymore. He was there, though, I thought. He was. It was taped, wasn't it? Ah. And this leads us to our next match. Cameron Grimes taking on Joe Gacy. Uh, Gacy's beating up uh, Grimes on the outside. Grimes comes back with a drop kick to the side of the head, sending Gacy to the outside. And he goes for his follow-up with the PK off the apron. But the dyad get in the way. So Grimes hits a senton anyway, uh, taking out the dyad. And then comes in with a super kick. To Grimes, to Gacy, excuse me, and then Grimes goes for the cave in, but Rip Fowler gets on the apron, so uh, Grimes takes him out, but the distraction allows Gacy to hit the upside down, the handspring lariat for the win. The upside down. Joe Gacy wishes he was Vecna, but uh, he is not. Uh, I I didn't really care for this match. It didn't have any of the heat. I know this story has been going on for a while. Now, and I just don't care about it. Grimes is definitely above this. Uh, I don't even want to knock Gacy because I do feel like he is a, actually a pretty decent wrestler as well. But the whole character, the whole story, the whole angle, whatever it is, it's it's poop. Get rid of it. Yeah, for something that's been built up for so long, and this was the match we got from it. Yeah. And unfortunately, the way it finished, it makes you think they're going to do it yeah, again. And I just don't. I so just I go imagine, away heat for I imagine sure. Halloween Havoc. Maybe this is the one with a gimmick. Spin like, the wheel, spin make the, the wheel. wheel. <laughs> uh, it it needs to end. Like October twenty second, we got to wait to get this done. Don't care. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like considering this is the first time they've actually had the match, it was it was dull, and it made Grimes uninteresting. Like, look, he's I'm ha- such a yeah like, fun likable character. To watch. Yeah. Why are we keeping? Why are we making him depressed and sad and yeah. tormented and emotionally? It's so weird. Uh, and, and GYV, I mean, we've talked, we've sung their praises a long time. We liked their as wrestler, them as wrestlers, and we thought their gimmick before could have got them over. And instead, here they are doing this and like, bless them. Hey, they're, they're making a, a living. They're on TV, but this is funny. And you can't tell me all the other NXT UK talent are not sending them memes of oh, these, yeah. these guys being their own friends. Yeah. Cause we do that to each other and we're not on TV. And these guys look like these guys on TV. They there would be fodder for you can imagine the, the like when chats. Pete Dunne moved up, like Zach Gibson sending Pete Look a text, at Butch. like ah, ah. Butch, what the fuck, mate? Woof yeah. woof woof, something then, like that. 
And then Dunn's like, and what, mate? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. just a picture of Voldemort or something. <laughs> like, all right. Okay. Okay. Fair play. Fair play. I'm getting that main roster money. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's just like, I want, I want, you know, I want to support these guys. I do like GYV, but this is just wrong and needs to go away. But it's not. So we'll yeah. have to watch more of it. We go to Grayson Waller, who's being interviewed by Mackenzie Mitchell. This is when we realize he, he yeah. did see the, the, the vision. So he's saying Apollo is not Nostradamus. He lists off <laughs> other like psychics that Apollo is not. And he said, he's like mad because he saw his eyes were red in the vision. And Mackenzie's like, hey, Waller, maybe just stay home. Just stay home. Best advice she's given to yeah. anyone. I, I wish he listened. Just stay home. And he's like, nah, 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 you'd like that, wouldn't you, Mackenzie? No. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get extra security. So Waller's going to... And he, he mentions that next week he's going to be hosting the Grayson Waller effect with Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez. So he literally is Ms. 2.0 because they use his show to further the stories of other, other storylines. Yeah, and yesterday Miz came in with his extra security, the Miz Force. So is his extra security, maybe he's... he's you, you know what his security are called? The Grayson Waller effect. <laughs> Just every, the yeah. show Grayson Waller effect. Security Grayson. Well, Sanga, What's your move, the Grayson Waller effect? Sanga used to be his security guard. And I, I, the streets are telling me Veer's looking for a new job. So maybe Veer and Sanga get back together and be... Well, so, yeah, that, what, on the house shows or stuff, they've been yeah. teaming, Veer and Sanga. So like apparently that's they used disappointing. To be. They used to be though. Remember they were the team. They were, yeah. yeah. But apparently recently they've been teaming up again, which yeah. is disappointing. Saying is way above. Sanger. Yes. Like listen to our year in review. Like all four of us yeah. were high on Sanger. Like Veer Veer kept telling people he was coming. Yeah. And you know we all know that one guy who tells everybody he he's coming, but yeah. he ain't really coming. No, 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 we no. know Sang is really coming. Yeah. Sang oh, is the one. You know what I'm saying? Sang is the one, but Veer ain't. So if you got BDE, you don't need to tell. Yeah, me. yeah. Uh, that that is unfortunate because Sang has been on a little bit of a fun run. But yeah, Sa- Grayson Waller getting security next Great. week cool. for this yeah. Roxanne and Cora interview. Yeah, go to our next match: Nikita Lyons taking on Caden Carter. This is coming about because kind of Nikita and Zoe are wanting to go after the tag titles. So we've got a bit of a singles match here. Uh, it starts with Caden. Smacking Nikita's bum. So great way to start a match. So Nikita wiggles her bum. We have a twerk off. We then yeah, Caden takes down Nikita and twerks. Uh lots lots of bum in this match, this- guys. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad calling, you said it. I'm calling it as I see wow, it. Wow, spade is spade. <laughs> Don't hold it against us. Yeah. Spade is spade, but this was the bum match. This is they, the bum match. They're 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 slapping each other's asses, they're twerking. Yeah. And you know, uh, you know, you gotta do the work. To, to get the twerk yep. and uh, twerk it. Twerk, twerk, twerk. Caden then slips under Nikita's legs and, and Nikita Twerks. just <laughs> kicks her in the head for a two. Uh, Nikita comes back with these kicks and strikes. There's the spinning back kick from Nikita, which looked a little weaker than usual, I thought. Caden uh, goes for a roll-up, but Lions just stamps on Caden's chest. Uh, there's then a head scissor takedown from Lions, followed by a nice-looking Michinoku driver. Oh, the really best, nice. Best yeah. thing she's done. Yeah, 100%. this this was this was awesome. Yeah, Nikita definitely. That's also a move that looks great. And also, if you do it, wrestling fans will be like, ah, that's everyone loves the Michinoku yeah. driver. And she did a really really nice one here. I agree. Uh, only a two count. There's then Caden uh, gets uh, 
Caden gets, uh, sorry, Nikita in the ropes and does this running, like, boot to the face. It reminded me of Saray's drop kick yeah. uh, in the ropes. Looked really good, actually. Like, she ate this thing. Um, and then Carter goes up to the top, but Nikita knocks her off and finishes her with her, like, spinning kick, followed by the split-legged leg drop. Butt drop. Yeah. Uh, to pick up the win. The kick really looked good at yeah. the end, like right to the face. Uh, yeah, I'd say uh, some a pretty good showing from Nikita here, yeah. actually. Like a big uh, step up. You know, the team with... Th- so this is all around the fact that Carter is tag team champs with Katana. And Zoe and Nikita are going to be gunning for those titles. So this the singles match and now getting the victory over the star. Single star easily goes towards that yep. match. But uh, I thought she looked really good in this, especially that Michinoku driver. And Carter, uh, we like Carter. Uh, she She's more the, like, pretty well-rounded, I'd say. She's got some really good strikes. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's got a bit of, like, flashy sort of... Uh, a bit of aggression in it, which yeah. I like. That's what I mean. Like she's got a bit... She's not just... I, I'm, I'm not but trying to... she does to, some flashy, like... Yeah, a little bit of everything. Stuff that you don't normally yeah. see. I, I really like Caden Carter a lot. And I what I want with this tag run with Caden and Casey, because I've been high on them as a, as a team, yeah. like in ring for a while. I want to see good teams for them to go against. And I think, uh, I think Zoe Starks is, is good for that. Yeah. I think she'll have good matches with them. Uh, and, and Nikita didn't look bad here at all. Um, just would like there to be more teams. Like yeah. I, I don't want to see Gigi and JC, who I do think are, are weaker and aren't going to bring the best out of these two. I, I want to see some some decent women's tag action. Uh, but may, may, like I wouldn't mind seeing Caden with a singles run down the line as well, because I, I do think she's she's quite polished now, actually. Yeah, yeah I, I think so too. I think being kind of pigeonholed in this team may have like been a detriment to her, because she is someone who got better and better and yeah. better. But uh, same with Nikita. I thought she looked good. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. We go to a Chase U pep rally. Chase U. This this was also a step up on the production because they looked like they were actually at a rally. At a, it wasn't just uni rally. It thing. wasn't just in a room with two people. No. Like this, they, the the outside the, a bit of a podium. The smoke and mirrors here worked really well. I thought comparing to some of the older ones. I will say on today's show, I thought the most entertaining stuff were like the 
vignettes. the video packages yeah, and yeah. the promos uh, over the the in ring stuff. Yeah. Um, so Andre Chase, he's he's on the podium for his rally, and he says, because of the victory over Trick and Mello, where I pinned Carmelo Hayes, I've earned a spot at a qualifying match next week against Von Wagner. I'm going to beat Von and go on to Halloween Havoc. We'll now open it up to the press. So we go to our first journalist here in the in the the press, and he goes, what, "What's your name?" Dave. <laughs> he goes, "All right, Dave." How do you feel seeing, uh, and Dave says, uh, how do you feel about going against Vaughn, seeing that he's already beaten you before? And Andre Chase goes, well, Dave, who who the fuck did you ever beat, Dave? That's a real five-star question there, Dave. (laughs) Clearly uh, a a little bit of a Dave Meltzer uh, joke there, I think. Uh, They completely run him down and say, now that's a teachable moment. I would bet money on Bruce Pritchard producing this segment. <laughs> if you've listened to Bruce's show, right. whenever like Conrad is like, and well, in the Observer and this, yeah. he's always like, well, when the fuck did Dave Meltzer ever book uh, a, yeah. a wrestling show? When did right, Dave yeah. ever wrestle a match? When did Dave ever do this? <laughs> and it's, it's actually, for as long as Meltzer's been doing stuff, yeah. Like AEW, we hear mentions are obviously the Bucks. Their move is the yeah. Bucks driving stuff. You never hear any mention of no, stamp ratings or anything yeah. like that on WWE. But that was a five-star question but there, Dave. Very pointed and uh, especially coming off the back of like a like very famous press conference. Yeah, recently. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought this was quite funny. I thought it was pretty funny too. And it instantly makes me think that he should finally beat Von Wagner and he should go on to beat North I, American champion. This guy's completely won me over. <laughs> yeah. I'm still like, I'd like you to get ring gear. But <laughs> you look in that, uh, okay, I don't know how many are, are plants, but there are a lot of Chase U like shirts. There are always it, plants, yeah, yeah. There are always plants, yeah. but there's more, like, not just that little corner where sure. Chase you are up in the CWC. Yeah. A lot of people have the Chase you shirt and genuinely get into his matches. And I think recently he's had a couple of, actually, his match against, was it, it was Mello, and his match against uh, Fabian Eichner, uh, Giovanni Vinci, I thought were pretty good. I'd so take him in this ladder match over, over Von Wagner. I don't know if Von's my guy, you know, it's Von Wagner's world. We're just living in it. But I wonder I want about Chase a year ago, win. we were watching this show and whenever any of our indie darlings yeah. lost a match, we were like, ah, poor one out. I'm wondering if the shoe's going to be on the other foot now and Andre Chase will beat Von Wagner and maybe we, I don't know. Don't talk like I don't that. know where a Von Wagner fits into Triple don't H's say that. WWE. No, 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 he'll fit fine. I don't know where a Zion champion. Quinn fits into Triple H's WWE. Definitely agree on that. I don't know where a Lash Legend fits into agree on Triple H's WWE. Interesting. Um, but I thought I don't know. I, I, I don't want anyone to lose a job. No, no. But like it's I don't know if we're getting changes. Like maybe yeah. we will we'll see some changes. Uh, I did I did like this segment. I thought it was pretty funny, and it does kind of make it way more interesting if he is in that ladder match mm. now. So I think so. Yeah, I, I'm totally down for him in that. Yeah. Um, we have a video package for Nathan Fraser, and it's uh, he's in a NXT UK football jersey. Yeah, this clearly was old soccer jersey. Yeah, when he was in UK, NXT UK. Yeah, and he says he's talking about his uh, best two out of three matches against Axiom. Axiom, 
and says, it's not the first time I've been tired. When I played soccer, I'd always be the one to get us ahead. So obviously, like, tied games, he'd always come. Well, obviously, he's a fake Brit because he called it soccer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, to, it's to dumb it down for, for That's what for it's because it's really, you know, it's because that's what it's really I, called. Like, I, I find it difficult yeah. because I know, like, I, I have to clarify. I go yeah. football, soccer. Like, it's, yeah. it's just easier. Um, I will say football makes sense because it is with your foot. Yeah. When, like, not even a part, big part of the game in NFL. Well, apparently, it's football in NFL because it's a foot long. Got you. A football. Footlong ball. Right, there right. we go. Footlong ball. Footlong ball. Nice. Um, and, yeah, it's showing all this footage from him playing, like, shitty Sunday league football. Uh, <laughs> Beer league. No. He's fast, though. Yeah, he's fast. Like, yeah. Uh, and uh, it shows him sh- hitting, like, this 30-yard belter of a goal. Nice. Uh, that took them to lead. So he's basically saying, wrestling's like football. And he'll he'll clinch the the match at the end. Yeah, I wasn't kind of I wasn't really catching what he was trying to make mention of the the whole like comparing it to soccer. And I'm like, okay, well you're gonna wrestle a. He match won the guy. first match, right? Yeah. So I think he's been ahead before. Yeah. He's been tied up. Yeah. He'll always get the winner. So that's next week. That's next week, and, and the winner gets a to be in the ladder match. Yeah, which is a shame. You picture both of these guys in the ladder match would be great. So who, we've got. Uh, Oro Mensa, Carmelo Hayes, Wes Lee, and either Andre or Vaughn or Nathan or Axiom. Yeah, which makes you believe maybe Vaughn would be in it because he could like be the big guy to throw people around. Nah. Yeah, I don't. Andre Chase for real. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I didn't mind this. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I feel, I feel he could be clearer when he's speaking as well. I feel he like mumbles a bit when he talks. Right, um, and. They should that, put him in a mask. That, but no, that's coming from someone who is British and can understand the accent pretty easily. Sure. But I, I don't find him particularly clear when if he's talking. Yeah. I don't know if it's nerves or just... I think he could just do it more promo classes to be uh, louder and yeah, clearer. Yeah. I do like him. He has a likable uh, factor yep. for sure. And he's awesome, awesome in the ring. I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to that match next week. We go to our next match. Zion Quinn taking Ilya Dragunov. Uh, it's there's some headlock take, takedowns by Ilya, and then uh, Zion comes in with a big chop, but Ilya just matches him. And for a smaller guy, his yeah. chops are just as deadly. Uh, what's this guy's name again? Uh, Zion. Zion. Zion Quinn dresses like he's a UFC fighter, and he's out getting slapped the fuck up by Dragunov, yeah. who's like half his size. It's really funny visual, like the poser versus the I guy. I can imagine who's a Dragunov killer. being good at that kind of slap fighting. Yeah. Thing, oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Quinn does his like cross arm thing. Yeah. Like it's normally when the guy is running the ropes and he does the cross arm. The thing is here, Ilya was pretty close to the rope, so didn't have any momentum running and it just looked a little hokey here. Yeah, it always does. Cause it always sucks. does. This looked way more hokey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cause Ilya was hardly running. Uh, Quinn goes for like the, the money clip, but Ilya gets out of it and slaps him across the chest. Zion comes back with some strikes of his own. There's a big boot from Ilya and then does his, I can't remember what he calls this move, but it's like the six one nine in the ropes into the torpedo, into the Lariat. Yeah. Something like that. Um, there's then, uh, some knee strikes and palm strikes into a suplex roll through. Uh, this was awesome. So Ilya's hitting these knee strikes and palms, does a suplex, kind of holds on and rolls over and just comes down with this dirty, like, 
KO yeah. forearm this is the finish. to the face. This is, this is Just easy. killed him. Yeah, this is easily a finisher. I mean, he then picks him up and then hits the this running This is UFC. Headbutt. You hit this move and the guy comes in, pulls you apart and waves it off. Yeah, like, this was over. He, he, he straight up murders him here with this forearm. This is, a, this is like the Hidden Blade, uh, yeah. Osprey-esque. Like, the one strike that definitely is the... It's over. Uh, but yeah, for then go good, watch this end here. Yeah, yeah. I, again, I, I'm, I'm kind of cheesed that this was the first match we get with yeah. this guy because it's fucking Zion Quinn but we needed someone to get dummied around by yeah. dragging off to show he is a killer and that forearm was nasty and then he hits that running headbutt he then thing. finishes with the Torpedo Moscow his his running headbutt for the one two three yeah I, I kind of get why it was Zion he's expendable he's a bigger guy it shows how uh, I, I actually thought that that strike was perfect because it's oh just one thing like that, and he can take a guy of any size sure, down. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought uh, for an Ilya Dragunov match, obviously on the lower end. For a Zion Quinn match, best on one the he's ever end, had. Yeah, yeah best one like, he's ever had. I, I didn't mind it. I, I thought it did its job of making Ilya look like a killer. And they did that. Yeah, they did. Again, he's instantly a, an attraction now. That I'm so happy. Is he going to stay on this show? Is yeah. he going to keep wrestling here? Like this is a guy that. Uh, you could have he. I don't think he could have a bad match. Uh, no. And and in Triple H's WWE, I think there's a slot for this guy because I think Triple H and Sean are pretty high on him. And again, there's so many things you could do with him on the main roster. I mean, a dream match would be him and Danielson. Obviously, oh. it just sounds crazy. Kota Ibushi versus Dragonoff. Yeah. Uh, but going back to the main roster, like we mentioned, Gunther, Sheamus. Like, there's so many different people. You think about your Seths, your Riddles. You know, there's there's so many open avenues down that that yeah. way that I'm actually excited for because so far with the Gunther stuff, they're treating him pretty well. So I, I would imagine they treat this guy pretty well too. And this was a, a way to show us he's, he's a killer. And they did that yeah. with the, with that, with that finish. Loved it. We then go to the whimsical Wendy Chu. Whimsical. Whimsical. She's so whimsical. Uh, she's saying, this is a, like a pre-tape video package yeah. here. When I hear Lash Legends speak, it's like hearing nails on a chalkboard and we get the visual of nails on a chalkboard and she says, and I'm not letting her interrupt my interview. Cuts to Lash Legends saying that she doesn't care what she wears or that she carries a pillow around with her. Uh, if you're in my way, I will boot you in the face. And says you can be Doja Cat, Beyonce, Lizzo, just get out of my way. And when you piss me off, I kick your head off your shoulders. Wendy says that Lash is just loud and obnoxious. And she, and she may not have the natural ability like Lash, uh, but no, but someone with the natural ability of Lash, it's hard to be humble. And after next week, you're going to hear this. And the music stops. She goes, yes, absolutely nothing. I'm going to shut up the biggest mouth in NXT. I'm going to put her to bed. And then both at the same time go, okay. Okay. Yeah. I hate uh, this feud. Yeah, Ooh. I hate this, man. Wendy Chu is good, but... This adult child character is just not really hitting for me anymore. I think we need to go back to May May Ying. Something. The demon thing yeah. again? Anything. It's just it's just not. Wendy uh, Ying. Just get something in the middle. What was it? May Chu. Something like <laughs> just a hybrid of both, yeah. Wow, the sleepy demon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just they wake her up from the chair. Just she's saying here like Lash Legends voice is like nails on a chalkboard. I'm like, that's how I feel about this whole feud when both of you are like feuding. And I feel like this feud's just kind of started already. So I yeah, yeah not not too good. Yeah. Uh we go to a, a match that I was quite looking forward to. Uh the Diamond Mine 
crumbling here. It's Brutus Creed taking on Damon Kemp. And uh, Brutus goes after Kemp right away during his entrance. Um, and then they're in the ring. There's a takedown from Brutus followed by a gut wrench suplex. Kemp then locks in this cravat. Uh, I thought this was really impressive. He's got this cravat in tight. And Brutus back suplexes Kemp out of it. But Kemp just holds on and still has it locked on. And everything Brutus is doing, Kemp just won't let go. Uh, I thought as far as like, you know, like, quote unquote, rest holds go. I, I was actually quite kind of captivated in this. Just the struggle both guys were doing. Uh, Kemp then pulls the straps down and mocks the like knuckle walk that the Creeds do. Um, this gets, uh, and then Kemp just gets out of the ring, gets a steel chair, and just starts beating the shit out of Brutus. Causing uh, a causing DQ. Causing the DQ, yeah. unfortunately. I really enjoyed the beginning of this match. I kind of do want to see it ran back and being like a bit fuller. Yeah, I, th- the wrestling for a little bit there just teases of that they are both really talented Matt wrestlers, and uh, you just got a little glimpse of it before Kemp getting the heat back, brother, by using the chair and beating the shit out of him. And no Juliet. Julius didn't come out. So, like, he was watching and couldn't make it? What happened? Why yeah, that was weird, because we did see the, the refs running down, but yeah. no Julius. And he was there backstage before the match, so it's just weird. Maybe that'll... Diamond Mine is falling yeah, apart. Yeah, maybe that'll be addressed <laughs> next week. Uh, I, I imagine we get Damon Kemp. I, I, I now think that he didn't really attack Roddy. I think Roddy was faking it or something, because Kemp needs a partner to face these yeah. guys at Halloween Havoc. And he doesn't have that. Mm. So, what, is he getting his brother? I don't know about that. So, I, maybe he's getting Roddy back. Yeah, maybe. So, um, Yeah, it's... This guy's just really set on fucking with them. His promos and his whole thing here in the past while and this... I don't care about being in NXT. I don't care about being a champion. I don't care about being a great wrestler. I just really don't want you guys to succeed. Yeah. <laughs> it's, really, it's a really odd character development here where it's like why can't you just say i'm fucking better than you guys i never needed you leave me alone and it's yeah. them trying to get their revenge but yeah weird uh that aside i'm i want to see these guys tie it up more yeah like, i want to see kemp and julius, kemp and julius go i mean do you go that just singles match at the pay-per-view or maybe I yeah no i think you're right he doesn't need a, he does need a, a partner, partner of yeah. some sort um yeah don't know yeah we then see sanger who's looking Rather deflated. Sang is normally the happy, positive guy. Yeah. He's looking sad. And Quincy Elliott's with him. And Quincy goes, hey, Sanger, what's wrong? Sanger says, well, last week you had a great showing, but I lost against Von Wagner. Quincy said, well, there's plenty of Quincy love to go around. And you can just be better next time. And Sanger's like, yeah, you're right. I can. Thanks, Quincy. <laughs> Gets up and leaves <laughs> as Zion Quinn walks past and Quincy goes, Hey, Zion, I, I took your advice and watched your match last week. And that X Factor you talked about, I didn't see it. Oh, he means the match today, tonight, earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched it, didn't see that X Factor. What a burn. Yeah. And walks off and Zion's pissed. Yeah. Uh, so I quite like this line. I thought he bur- this was the best Quincy's come across to me. Yeah, he's he, pretty good here. He got him. He got him pretty good. And uh, anyone keeping score on the uh, Quincy t-shirt of the week he was in a whitney houston nice t-shirt so and uh, and, uh 
<laughs> you just woke up Dicky, I think. No, I, he's, he's, he's out like he's a cowed. light. <laughs> White rabbit, baby. Uh, yeah, and then the, this is when they announced next week we're getting the, uh, the, the, the last of the, the match between Axiom and Nathan yes. Frazier. We're also getting the State of the Commonwealth Address. By Pretty, pretty Deadly. deadly. Uh, they're finally going to ad- address the passing of the Queen, Queen Lizzie, are they? Because one of them's name is Elton Prince, so he yeah. he could say I am the rightful prince. But oh boy, no, I'm just I'm just thinking he he should do his own candle of the wi- candle in the wind, like sing. You, well, you know Elton John did candle in the wind for right. Marilyn Monroe, and then yeah. did it for Princess Diana. Right, Elton Prince needs to do his own candle in the wind. Jeez, I want the or save that for when they lose the titles. Right, oh he yeah, could do it for the tag titles. Uh, you could do like, are they gonna are they gonna sit down? Is it gonna be in the ring? It sounds like it's in the ring. I don't know. I can't wait. Yeah, it does <laughs> tonight was anything to go by? <laughs> are they gonna sit around and talk about the prince and the queen and all this mm. stuff? Like, I'm kind of for it actually because these guys are hilarious. But yeah. yeah, and we then go backstage where Dan Mathers interviewing Nikita Lyons <laughs> and Zoe he's, he's not even there anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't really hear him, so I assumed it was Dan <laughs> Mathers. Like, it's what? always Dan Mathers to me. If <laughs> to I me? can't see him, like Mackenzie Mitchell, we see her face. Did we ever pour one out for Dan Mathers? <laughs> he did. Did he leave? I'll figure this I out. Don't, I don't remember seeing a, a release. I don't even remember this part of the show, so. <laughs> well, uh, Dan Mathers congratulates Nikita Lyons on her win. And Nikita says, yeah, that was a big win for me, but we're going for the tag titles. And Toxic Attraction step in and say, you're going nowhere near the Toxic Tag Titles. And Zoe Stark steps in and she's like, hey, they're not even your titles. Mandy tells them to shut their mouth. And uh, Zoe's like, uh, she goes, there's three of us and two of you. And then out of nowhere, Alba Fire sets more fire. Oh, I remember um, Lots setting of fire. this, yeah. She's like Batman in The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, you know how she just—it's like, oh, we're we're in a race against time against this nuclear bomb. Better just draw a giant bat on a bridge and set it in on gas, fire. Gas, yeah, yeah, and light it this on fire. This is all Alba Fire is doing backstage. This wouldn't have happened in William Regal's NXT. No, no fire. William Regal and Samoa Joe wouldn't have let Alba Fire set fire to I the car fire. park and everything. Yeah. Uh, at least we finally got more fire that that's not on the end of her yeah. fucking bat. So, <laughs> so we're gonna get this uh, six woman tag sometime before Halloween Havoc. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, uh, just to let you know, Dan Matha was released in 2020. What? So I, we definitely 2020? talked. 2020. We talked about it. It was during the pandemic. We, we definitely. We, I'm pretty sure we did. So I, I'm. He lasted that long. I don't know. I'm learning a the lot. The last about match Dan I remember was when Samoa Joe. Killed him. That was his debut. <laughs> Which was his debut back in like 2017. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Damn. Uh, he was an NFL player or something. Ah, good for him. Something like that. We go to our main event of the evening. It's a pub rules match uh, between Briggs and Jensen against Gallus. I was expecting kind of like the Seamus Jeff Hardy thing. Like, this was a pre-taped show. I thought you could have yeah. actually had this in a pub. So you wanted a pub fight. Yeah, I wanted I, it I was a little, what we got here. Yeah, I was a little pissed I that we didn't I they could have done that. something fun here. Yeah, this was just a normal match <laughs> with, like, some weapons in the ring. It was some trash cans and some steel chairs. Why call it a pub fight if it's not in the pub? There was nothing pubby apart from these beer glasses you get. Like, snooker, like, pool cues, you yeah. know? Darts. Yeah. 
Exactly. We didn't get we 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 joked about that last week actually when they were teasing this because Gallus were hanging out like APA last week. I honestly thought that's what we were getting. And instead it's just like no none of that. We'll just have a no DQ match. Yeah. It's like well then why are we calling it the, yeah. the pub match? Uh, really shameful. This isn't a pub pub fight, but it's also Gallus. So. Yeah, this uh that so instantly I, made a, me upset. I, I can't I I'm sorry. I can't I feel bad, but Wolfgang looked like absolute shit here. More so than when he's in his single. Okay, he I was mean, in this like, like, like bright teal, like yeah. turquoise shirt. Like this ain't your color, babes. Like, it, <laughs> like they were all wearing that shirt. Oh, this shirt! It was so suits bad. None of them. Yeah, the he's color got it was tucked bad. into his jeans. Like yeah. this guy. This looked like you know when you get a a non wrestler in a comedy match. That's what Wolfgang looked like to me. It was really Why, weird. Like I, it's like teal, baby teal, green, blue, like really weird looking polo shirt thing or t-shirt. Thing. It was just weird. And I'm sorry, I know it, at the end of the day, it's it's the wrestling, but there there is a it's TV. There is a certain aesthetic you want. Like Kevin Owens, not the greatest body. T- he works it. It looks yeah. right when he like this guy in this this baby baby green. Yeah, T-shirt, know, like, oh boy, know. look awful. All of them wearing it, but especially it's just like... Breeze and Jensen look fine in their jeans and flannel and... Yeah, Jensen was wearing a throwback shirt. Uh, I can't remember Jensen what it was. Jensen has good shirts. Yeah, he does. Um, this this was already a letdown just because you said it was a pub brawl and it literally and it wasn't. wasn't. So that definitely instantly took me out of it. And I didn't really care. Uh, there was some cool stuff in it, but honestly a huge, huge letdown. Don't know why I, I even allowed myself to somewhat mildly get excited for a pub fight, but but being the main event as well, I yeah. I thought like it's pre-taped. You could have taped it in the bar. That's what I mean. It was, this was the opportunity to do it. Yeah, really, really, um, really let us down there, guys. Yeah, uh, Gallus <laughs> set up a table. There's trash can lids to the head. Uh, Wolfgang. That this bit was kind of so. Is it uh, Mark Coffey has his knees against like the back of. Uh, Briggs, Briggs. Uh, sorry, Jensen, Jensen. and he's, he's, he's holding the arms as Wolfgang just puts a chair on his face and just knees, knees it, it yeah. into his face. That was all right. That looked kind of good. Uh, Gallus then pulls out the the belts from Briggs and Jensen. Yeah, so they get out their straps and they just start whipping them. Get the strap. Uh, they get the crowd to be silent so you can hear these whips. Oh, is that why the crowd was silent? Uh, just because it's well, a Gallus match. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Briggs and Jensen are on the outside and go to do their like high five with their forearms, but they stop because they see something. <gasps> the only thing in the bar, uh, one bar table with beer glasses on it. No beer in it. No beer in Empty it. Empty glasses. So they pick up the beer glasses, smash it over Gallus' head. Shades of JR's candy uh, Candy against jar. Taz. Yeah, great callback there. You know I like that match. Uh, Joe Coffey gets on the apron but gets kicked off through a table. Wolfgang gets hip tossed through a table, and then there's the uh, the trash can on the head of is it Mark here, and they do the high low clothesline leg sweep here, and Briggs and Jensen win in a very very lackluster uh, plunder match here. Yeah, look, we, you, if you listen to us, we've been we're always we're always honest. Briggs and Jensen were really ironically just bad when they showed up in NXT, but they've definitely become a bit of a staple here over this year of 2.0. And they've definitely come into their own. They're like they're kind of you're believing the gimmick a bit more. Their matches make sense. Hell, they were champions 
And even this was like, okay, great. They're going to have a, a pub-style fight. It wasn't that. We'll get over that. It was just a DQ, no-DQ match, essentially. But it, Gallus definitely brought it down. It didn't even deliver to like the fun aspect of what no. you did. They just went, oh, there's these cups over here. We're just going to break over your head. It just felt so lazy. When you've done these, like, uh, like what, trick-or-street fights or yeah. these Thanksgiving things, you've normally got Something. a bunch of gimmicky stuff. You'll get like a pumpkin on the head, a turkey yeah. on the head, like some stuff that it makes yeah, it yeah. like, all right, I see what you're doing. I wasn't expecting darts to the head or, you know, but like snooker cue or something like exactly. Yeah. Cue something. There Again, was one, like one deuce, like one two tops that's, with some lame. empty beer glass. It was real shit, to be honest. Uh, Briggs and Jensen kind of deserve a bit better. They win the match at least. So that's fucking yeah. cool. At least they get to kind of advance here. And I guess a big win against like, even Dallas. though we shit on Gallus, yeah. they were a long time like NXT UK but tag champs. After the match, it looks like they're doing some sort of angle where the police come and arrest Gallus because they attack a referee. The referee are pulling them off. Yeah. And everything's, they're all brawling with the security. And then the cops show up and like are arresting Gallus. And that's kind of how we go off. So the maybe. Your matches are shit, mate. You're locked up. <laughs> I, I'm seeing maybe six man with Hank and. Briggs and Jensen against Fair. Against yeah, Gallus. true, 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 Maybe. true. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Hank joins them. And if Hank and Briggs and Jensen win, Gallus are barred. <laughs> barred? Yeah, they don't do too well in bars, as we yeah, saw in this match. Exactly. It wasn't even in a fucking bar. But sorry I get mad that it's not in a pub, but why call it that? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Justifiably so. Uh, this episode was a, was a stinker, to be honest. A taped show... If we're getting the new NXT next week, then cool. Buy yeah. all for it. Was there some fun, entertaining stuff in the show? Hell yeah, there was. Particularly some of the vignette stuff. Which would be easy to find on YouTube. Yeah, so which are, watch yeah a lot of the wrestling did not hit on no. this show whatsoever. But uh, this show didn't necessarily piss me off. But it did more so than the past few weeks of uh, NXT. But it felt like a real just show that this week doesn't count. This yeah. week doesn't care. Nothing matters on this week is definitely the vibe that I got from this one. But Which, if that is the case, bring on next week. Yeah. Looking looking forward yeah, to Yeah, if we have some changes, cool. Some Let's... poppy, some skulls, some black and gold. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Yeah, if that's the route we're going, then then sure. But there wasn't anything really other than the Pretty Deadly vignette that I'd say, like, check yeah. out, uh, essentially. But uh, NXT will, will come back from the dead next week, officially. So it'll be all right. Yeah. Well... That's what we thought. Uh, do we have any feedback? We do. Um, Go for it. Shall I start with Sean, who says, Steiner Math was the highlight. Evil Damon Kemp is great. Chase you always good for some entertainment, but the rest of the show was either boring or bad. My hopes that the change in logo would somehow lead to change in direction are rapidly fading. Not much to look forward to next week, except Axiom versus Fraser 3. We now live in a world where Raw looks more like NXT than NXT. Welcome back, Candice. Yeah, part of me is like, why didn't you just end this show with the Deshaun NXT logo changing? Yeah. And then next week, oh, it's black and gold. Yeah, yeah, you should have done it. Like, it's this yeah. weird two-week hangover, like, Film purgatory, yeah, it's so stupid. limbo world we're living in. Yeah, really weird. A bottle episode. Yeah. <laughs> just in its own yeah. little thing. Uh, and then Jordan writes in saying he loves your I Heart Maven t-shirt mm. that you're wearing. Uh, if you're in the, the streams, you can see. Uh, so that's it. No yeah. one really cared about this. Justice Look, Dallas. real sports are back. So wrestling fans are, might be watching. Did Jay's win again? 
Uh, I think they lost because some guy on Twitter uh, yesterday. We went to the game. Oh, yesterday. we lost five two. Did Damn. did judge? No, they walked him. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> One BJ's better than nine Yanks. Yeah. Fuck the Yanks. I yeah. don't know why. I don't really care. We, it's, we it's not real, shit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <all right. laughs> it's not real. It's no. not wrestling. Wrestling's real. People are fake. Thanks, guys, for listening to us talk about NXT. We'll be back tomorrow night chatting about some Dynamite on BD Elite. We'll be live after Dynamite, but, of course, find the audio on this very feed wherever you found it. And, of course, beginning of the month coming up with October 1st around the corner this weekend. So why not try the BDE? Patreon.com slash up next. Five bucks for North American tier. You get access to hundreds of podcasts, all accessible via the Patreon and through the RSS thing that goes into your podcast app. It's real simple, and you get all the podcasts that we do, including lots of spooky stuff that's coming up with spooky season in October. But uh, thanks, guys, for listening and supporting us. We cannot do this without you. So uh, go follow us at Up Next Podcast on Twitter. Join the Facebook page slash Facebook group as well, Up Next Group. And I myself, Brayden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And we should probably go wake up Dickie, who's still asleep on our couch. Ahoy! Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers and select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.